Hello and welcome to the Unexpected Couple podcast. You have your hosts, me, Becky, and my husband, Niall. This podcast is all about relationships, happy stories, and general husband and wife chat. We don't want to lose our jobs, so our views are entirely our own and don't represent the companies that we work for. You can find us on our other podcasts on Facebook and Instagram under Abbey Sounds. You can also email us with any topics, relationship advice, or even just to say hello at abbeysounds@outlook.com. Enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to episode six. And again, there's a laugh of the un- unexpected couple. I'm only laughing because you already told me to say wow. No. <laughs> because I was shocked we were on episode six and I said wow. And you were like, oh, keep that in the podcast. <laughs> and I just found it like really strange to go wow. No, you <laughs> so were that's why I laughed. Wow. Shall we start again? No, I know, because that was a good intro, just stop talking, just stop being crazy. Can't help it, I get carried away. What were you saying? You were saying it was episode six. (laughs) Yeah, you weren't meant to go, like, wow, you were just meant to, you know, just acknowledge what you did before press record, saying, oh my god, episode six. It feels a bit staged. Right, okay. (laughs) But carry on. (laughs) Episode six, wow. Uh, Yeah, so episode six... Last episode was our overrated, no, underrated, underrated stuff. Mm-hmm. We got quite a good reception of the uh, the people that have listened to it. But your mates, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. You said that they didn't. You I don't know said? if the guys have listened to it yet. You literally, shoot me down. You shot me down in the the intro. You shot me down in your wow, and I now you shoot me down. I on... think I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm literally I think just I'm trying to be a bit biting. Oh god, this one is off to a fucking terrible start. So apologies because this could be the next. 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes of your life of absolute wasted. Right. No, I'm in the zone now. I'm prepared. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So, episode six. Wow. (laughs) You're such a prick. You're such a prick. That was Right. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Go on. I was going to introduce you to say, right, she's got a lovely. She's got a lovely. Yeah, you snorted and hope that I'm going to leave that in. Don't. She's got some news stories. I don't care. Go on. They're very hospital-based, which isn't really normally a positive. So good news stories, off to a great start. And kind of, though. Um, so the first one is kind oh. of nice, but also a bit depressing. We did say I wasn't going to comment on the good news stories Why? anymore as well. Because oh. last, the last time you did them, I was just... Negative. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to say, oh, that sounds nice. Well, I think you'll like this one because we did a similar thing not that long ago. Okay. There's this elderly couple in the Royal State University Hospital and unfortunately they are both dying, which is the sad part. However, they have been put together. So one of the guys that worked, it kind of rearranged the water. They're put together and now they can hold hands and they've got Glenn Miller music on so they can listen to their favourite music. So their last days are going to be really happy days together and I just thought that was really cute. Oh sorry I'm not meant to. You know what that was a lovely story. Uh, I was going to say don't do that. Well this was only posted on the 26th of January so I hope they're not but and I hope that you know they do get out of hospital but if not then at least they get to spend it with the person that they love because I think at this time not everyone gets to do that and I thought that was kind of sweet um but obviously has a bit of a, a sad thing 
but his husband, the the guy who who had his wife moved to him when he was put next to, him, he said, "Now I'm in heaven." How sweet is that? Yeah, it's really nice. That is beautiful. So that was my first kind of nice little story, and then my second story again is a nice happy story about hospital. Okay. So this is in Cambridge. Yeah. There was a guy. He's only a young guy, 24 years old. And he had to go in because I think he had like kidney failure or something. Mm-hmm. So he was in there all over Christmas. Obviously couldn't have anyone with him. And all the nurses and the medical staff got together and allowed his his girlfriend to go in. And he proposed to her. And they're engaged and they had a really nice little moment. And it's all videoed and they're just very sweet and very happy together. I feel like I've just done that story now justice because there's that whole video where it's really sweet. And I'm like that, oh, he just proposed. But it was really sweet if you watch the video. He was meant to do it in Amsterdam, wasn't he? Yeah, he was meant to do it in Amsterdam in the new year. But obviously with COVID, that all got cancelled. And then obviously they were really strict with who can come into the ward and everything. So they made it, you know, arranged it so she could come in. And then he surprised her by getting down on one knee and asking her to marry you really sweet yeah cool story yeah and they're planning to get married in 2022 well if he survives that long no okay. i feel like that was i feel like i'm not the person to do the positive news because i feel like i'm just too straight to the point you've got you've got no flair no i don't I'll give you that i don't you've got, you've got no flair it for just a good sounds news. like a normal story no you wouldn't you wouldn't be an anchor or you know the, no, the, I, the jazzy reporters no you'd i could be a, be a news yeah. news anchor because be i'm anchor. very just normal you just I couldn't, couldn't be. be like a presenter yeah you couldn't have like a, uh, the ones that go out on the street and meet people oh oh no you have no people skills i don't want to have people skills don't really like people that much right so is that all the good news stories finished with oh yeah i'm trying to spread them out so i don't want to use all of them because it's otherwise hard. i won't have shit. much to have or you're just going to do all covid stories yeah i try and get a theme so this theme was hospitals Okay, nice, nice. I'm glad you're thinking about it. Yeah. Okay, so we'll move on to the main section of the podcast. Now we've got the good news stories out of the way. This week we thought to do... Well, we were discussing because we've had kind of... How would you you say? Kind of like someone suggested we do the difference between lad and girl groups. Yeah, like friendship groups <clears> kind <throat> of things. Yeah. We were kind of you know thinking about how we can do that. And then I found an article which is basically the 10 different things, like the 10 main differences between girl and lad groups right? by a actual doctor with a PhD in psychology with loads of other little different things. I will tell her, okay. I will say her name when I get onto the article. Okay. So I thought we could go around going through them points, discuss each point if it's worth discussing. Yeah. And then any other things that you can think of, like... I was going to say, I had a quick look at some of the, the things. A lot of it was like, I didn't really look at like friendship groups. I was looking at like men and women to kind of get some points. A lot of them, um, extremely like just stereotypical, like assumed certain things. And I just thought they were really weird. So I'm quite interested to see what mm-hmm. the list well, this you've got comes I'm, up with. I think reading it, is, she's probably got like about three or four paragraphs before the list. Mm-hmm. So she probably goes into well, how she got the data, and I'm assuming this is actual kind of clinical data rather than just stereotypical. But then stereotypes yeah, are so. stereotypes for a reason. They are based in truth. Yeah, they were just on really the level stupid, of like, questions, like what questions you'd want to ask. They were like really like stupid kind of questions. So yeah, I watched a couple of YouTube videos of people doing uh, what boys want to ask girls and what girls want to yeah. ask. But, and one of them's like, "What's a period like?" Yeah. Does anyone like, really need to know what that mm, is? No. Do I men really care? I don't think men care. 
I don't think, like, would I don't, you like? No. I don't really want to know what it's like to be kicked in the balls. I, I, Do I you really up, want to know what it's like to have a period? No, there's certain yeah. things that you're just not that like, interested in knowing about. I grew up with eight women, and I, I don't think at one point in my life I was like, I like to ask them, how's that, how's that going for you? How's that period going? Is it, is it all right? Yeah. Nice. To be honest, I think that has worked in your favour though, because there's a lot of people like, oh, why, why wouldn't you go to the shop and buy tampons? And like, people get weirded out by stuff like that. You're very cool with it because well, no, you grew yeah, up with I so many grew, women. Grew up in a woman's life, so it was kind of I missed out on what kind of lads go through. <laughs> well, yeah. if you grew up with loads of boys, I guess. Yeah. So women issues. No, it like, doesn't really phase you, does it? Which is good. But... No, it's bog standard. I don't think you need to know all the ins and outs of how how it feels to be a woman. No, I don't I think don't anyone how... wants to know what yeah. it's like to give birth. I know, yeah, I know what women go through. Doesn't mean I need to know what it actually feels like. Yeah, yeah, something's yeah. painful. You don't need to know how painful. Yeah, I'm not really bothered. All right, so we we'll go on to the list. Okay. So let me get it up. This is done by. Have you actually checked if it's a real doctor? Or well, I assume so. It's it's it like a it's a website dedicated to psycho psych, oh. psychology psychology papers. Okay. So her name is Dr. Tara Bate, PhD in forensic psychology, and then she's Ooh, got a master's also in marriage, couple, and family therapy. I wish that I I had them qualifications. I think all of that sounds really interesting. Okay, so she's put it into uh, bullet points of notable differences in male friendships and female friendships. So this is like male to male and female to female friendships. Yeah. Yes. Right, okay. So the first one is male friendship or rather than say male to male to say male. Male friendships are side to side, fostered and maintained through shared activity. Um can so, we do that in English like basic dumb yeah. talk? So please, how how I that. interpreted that is that men basically make their friendship groups by doing stuff rather than talking. Okay. So like by shared experiences. So like so maybe like sports teams sport or teams, school classes. Go karting, foot basically doing stuff. Lads don't really and I think it is kind of true lads wouldn't go and start a conversation with someone and become friends with them right and I think that's quite true I think the new friends that I've ever made are probably by sports teams especially recently yeah in or... probably the last five 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 six years have been sports teams or, or where yeah you could probably say like pub like I know people might say that's, friends kind that's of thing. talking but a lot of times lads don't really talk at the pub it's more boozing and that kind of gets you together to like doing stuff like downing shot or buying around. That's still, I know he's not technically doing something, but it is. It's it like a group mentality kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and it and it leads to shared experiences. Okay. So I think that I think that's quite true, like from my experience anyway. Okay. What's the next one? Uh, female friendships are face to face and fostered through intimacy, communication. And support. I guess you're. Is this where I'm meant to do my my piece? I, I guess so because for that to me is that it's a lot of <laughs> stereotypical talking like women do, like asking if they're okay. That's that's how I read that. I don't like. What do you think? Because you're the woman. You've got the girlfriends. I mean, with a lot of my friends, like they are like I would class them as close friends, and I talk about pretty much everything. But I talk to a lot of people. You know me. I love talking, but I'm not great at making new friends. <laughs> But um, yeah, I I prefer meeting people face to face, and I, yeah, I, I sometimes you... prefer like one on one. And like if I get together, it's nice just to like chat to everyone and see how everyone is. Like I like to know how everyone's doing. Yeah, so it wouldn't necessarily like I could literally just like go around to my friend's house and we'd all just chat for like hours. We wouldn't necessarily have to do something. Although we have been enjoying a lot of 
board games. What we did before lockdown, we used to always do like games, and it was probably some of the best times I've had with them. <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of a, a little spanner, but but when you think back to when you made, I think it's more going on the point when you made friends. Was it more, you know, having conversations with them to then you perceive them as a friend, or was I don't it? Know, but I've had like my friends. I've had them for so long that I actually can't remember like how we became friends. Okay. Which is, is quite weird. But then I've got like friends from school and yeah, I don't know. I think, I don't know what, I don't really know on that one. Okay. I think that kind of the shared experience does work in, it's a very, so, they're both social kind of things, aren't they? So mm. whether you do like shared experience or talking, it's still like a social event where you're all together. Yeah, true. Mm. Let's see what else. Okay. The next one for male is males are less intimate intimate than female friendships and I, I would agree with that uh, yeah lads from, will not talk our, about their feelings to our, other lads our friendship groups i would say yeah that's spot on all all my different friendship groups i wouldn't say they're intimate like we wouldn't you know talk to each other about shit yeah see i, I like proper getting to do well, women do they like to, yeah they're like talking about shit where yeah. lads we don't really it's like like, I see, like, my friends is like, my support network. Apart from, like, close family and you and stuff like that, they're who I choose to speak to. I don't think it's with lads, because a lot of people say, oh, wow, lads, men need to talk more. And they say, like, it's kind of like society what tells men not to talk. Yeah. But I don't think that is the way, because I've grew up with a lot of women, and so I was brought up in the let's talk about it kind yeah. of environment so I, my environment was different and I don't want to talk about my feelings you not even like I don't want to I have no interest in talking about my feelings but I think there's a lot of people that do want to talk about their feelings but don't feel like they have an outlet they're people that have a different like mentality because you know I think it's just the way that society yeah. was dictated that men always had to be stronger and men don't cry and stuff like that and I think for some people that's kind of a barrier for them that they feel that they can't open up if they wanted to there's a lot of women that don't want to talk about their feelings and it doesn't mean it's always wrong if if they but I think you always need someone to talk to at some point or the other yeah I I don't know I just I just don't want to I'm just not interested and it sounds quite selfish but I don't want my groups to become more intimate my lads group I like how they are I don't know maybe I'm just selfish and maybe backwards thinking but i just i'm happy how they are and i don't want them to change <laughs> okay let's move on to the next one. okay next one is male friendships are less fragile than female friendships example men will consider someone a friend even if they do not maintain or stay in constant contact now from a man's perspective absolutely i cannot see someone for years and if i was a close friend with them um, I don't know. Example, like from our school, we were friends with not the actual light hall friends we're with now, but they were friends with the light hall school when we were growing up. I uh, didn't see them for uh, probably three, four years properly, mm. and as soon as I'm seeing them, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good mates with them again, and we're, we're super close again. I think, I think lads hold on to that bond. Mm. Like people could go move away for. Well, we've had I've had friends that move away, and as soon as they're back, it's like we've been best mates when since they left. I think men hold on to that relationship a lot longer. Maybe I can't say a lot longer than women, but I know lads cannot see each other for weeks, months, years, mm. and it's like they're back to being whenever they were friends. I think there are some friends which you can do that with, and I think there's some that you cannot see for a long time, and you get together and it's back to normal. 
Uh, I think that's a lot rarer with women because I think it's either a friend that you've known, it, well, it's normally a friend that you've known for a very long time, so since like childhood or, you know, something where you've got so much past and so many connections that you don't have to constantly keep in touch. Whereas I think some of the relationships, if they don't have that maintenance, I think mm. that's where they kind of, you can drift. You know, and I think even a close friend you can keep in touch. I think some relationships need constant communication, whereas others, it can be longer. But I think mm-hmm. with women, it's more time and how long you've known them. Yeah. It's kind of say like, your, I think your dad had, like, a friend in, like, America or Australia, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, He's got one in both. Yeah. How he talked about that was if, like, they were still, like, his They're best, his best mates. Yeah, his yeah. best mates. And that's how I talk about my friend, like McGill. He's my best mate, but he lives in Denmark. Mm. I haven't seen him since my wedding. That was 2019. Almost two years ago yeah. now, yeah. But it's like, it was, if I saw him, it would be like, it was nothing. If I saw Bullcut, mm. if I saw Dennis, they both moved to Australia for a long time. It'd be like nothing happened. Yeah. I just, I think lads, once you've made that bond with a, a lad, unless something throws that bond off, five, ten plus years later, they'll still mm. have that friendship. From my experience, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The next one is females have and desire a strong emotional attachment with persons they perceive to be a friend. I don't get why it's written like this. Can't understand any of this. Yeah. I don't so, really get that one. I guess you have an emotional attachment with people that you consider to be friends. Well, isn't that what a friendship is? Yeah, but it says that you have and desire. I don't really get that one. So maybe yeah. move on. Yeah, no, because I'm not failing that. Next one: men are more likely to remain friends after an argument or a fight, where women don't. I don't know about this one. I would hundred percent agree with that. I don't. I don't like, know. Women are a lot more bitchy, and they. Uh, I would disagree with that. No, no. I would disagree let, with let, that. Let's explain point. I think women are a lot more bitchy, and women let stuff bubble up to the surface. No, bubble under the surface until it explodes, and then that. I think that's why when women have bust ups, is a lot more damaging for life. I think that's probably because if say a woman has like a real close friendship with something to have an argument it's got to be something over big whereas I think a guy could have a disagreement over you know a drunken night out they've just been and done something silly and they could have an argument or you know whereas I think with women because you know it's saying that they're emotionally invested in friendship I can't actually remember having a fight with any of my friends yes but but I think if I did it would have to be over something massive like I don't get into arguments yeah, but that's what I mean them. so men will fight over Silly little things, things yeah. but women won't but you'll still get pissed off by it you'll just keep it like locked away and you won't say anything to that person you won't start an argument with one of your friends because of something they do or say and you know you don't you won't but a, a man, if they do or say something that another man don't, do, another man doesn't like, then he gets called out right there and then. I don't know. I just don't think women argue as much. Yeah, but that's what that's what. I don't feel I like mean, there's that's a what need the to. point. That what the point you're saying. They don't. Maybe they might not argue as much. But so I think when they do, it's big. Yeah, where men can have small, constant arguments or big arguments, they can have a fight, and most of the time, unless it's over something serious like maybe sleeping with a bird, mm. generally like they shake hands after and have a point. Where I feel like if women get to the point where it boils over and they have to like physically get into an argument or no so they have to verbally get into an argument or physically get into a fight that friendship's done i've never known people to get back on that friendship where lads have had fights they've had real like horrible verbal argument and a day maybe even that same night maximum a week they're normally back to friends like i said unless it's something serious like 
shagging someone's bird. See, I think with women, we wouldn't argue over the little stuff. We'd argue just over the big stuff. So that's stuff that you just don't come back from. You know, like relationships. But that's what I'm saying. So men, men come back from everything, but they argue yeah, more often. because they argue more, yeah. Next one is, women require more frequent contact with someone they consider to be a friend. I'm sure that's going over the last one. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the same one. Oh, we'll move on. Next two are basically the same, so I'll just do them as as one men are more likely to use humor to taunt a friend while viewing this as innocent fun women are more likely to refrain from taunting the humor out of fear it may hurt their friend's feelings uh the the male one for you is a hundred percent spot on your friends find anything funny and they just take the piss out of each other constantly and i think girls do have a bit of a a bit of a thing but it's it's nothing like what I mean, from our experiences, my friends and your friends, it's not anywhere close to being the same. Like, lad, it's constant. It's, I think it's just something about, like, males that you're constantly trying to fuck each other over, which sounds horrible, but it isn't. It's, like, it's kind of like you're a... looking for a weakness. Yeah, but it's kind of like, if you make fun of someone, it's kind of like, oh, I think you're all right, like, we get on. Yeah, it's like no, a, yeah, yeah. Why yeah, do yeah. I want to say, like, something of endearment, form of endearment, whatever there's a saying. Yeah, but yeah, I can't think. I, I I do know what you mean, but it is. It does sound like bad, like we don't like each other. But that's just how like, lads. It's con. It's like a constant battle of trying to go above each other, and you. I don't know. It's quite hard to explain. It's like you're always trying to beat each other because male groups are always very competitive. But you're doing it in a jokey way, where you, you know you are trying to hurt their feelings, but it's not at the same time. It's like you're, try, you're trying to find a chink in their armour, but then it's not like you're, you're trying to ruin them. But at the same time, you are. It's really weird. It's like you're trying to get a reaction, isn't it? And I mean, I know from your friends, you bite so easily once the they, know your, biter, yeah. they know your weaknesses. And you literally, you, you can give it, give it, give it. As soon as someone says something to you that like is one of your things you just lose it you just get so wound up so easily but then that fuels the fire that's why they do it more and more to you because yeah. they know they're going to get a reaction i don't know i just react very badly all the time <laughs> yeah but but, uh, but i also feel a lot of people go a lot further with me because normal stuff doesn't really bother me that much yeah uh, that's what i mean there's so certain they, things so, that will get a reaction yeah, exactly so they always go like over the the line straight away so rather than have a gradual build-up it's always to like fucking nine out of ten so then i'm always then i can go straight to ten out of ten and i can't i can never back down then it's not like a gradual two three four and then maybe you might get to six or sevens it's like i'll do a four or five to them and then it's boom straight to nine or ten with me and then that's it then i can't i can't ever come back down yeah yeah you do kind of go from zero to crazy yeah and I do admit it's obviously really funny for the outsider, but for me, it's just it fucking winds me up. But that's really... how everyone feels when it's them, yeah, isn't it? True. But I think with girls, that there's a still they do take the mick with each other, but it's like we'd never do anything that's personal or anything that we know would get a reaction. We just wouldn't say it. I don't think. I mean, obviously, me and you, we kind of we give and take quite a bit with each yeah. other but then i wouldn't necessarily be like that with some of my friends because I, yeah i wouldn't not like what one hurt the feelings yeah. like we have a bit of a joke if they say something funny we'll make fun of it but i wouldn't drag it out and i wouldn't bring it up months later yeah. whereas lads seem to just talk about the same thing for months and months on end yeah, it's like gir- you'll never shake it yeah like girls if you're 
you do something silly or funny, like you fall over on a night out, you'll mention it, and it'd be it'd be like in good humour, or like you said, if they say something fun like stupid, you'll you'll make fun of it. Where the lad, someone does that in front of a group of lads, that's it, then they're the target, and it's all and it's always trying to make yourself not the target. So you'll if you can see like Alex, he's absolutely brilliant at this, and Peter actually, both of the four Brummies. Sometimes they become the target quite early. But they're almost masters of, especially Alex. Alex will go, and Alex doesn't give a shit. If Alex becomes the centre of the joke, he will go to the most extreme, horrible thing he could to turn it on someone. someone And that's it, then he'll sit back. Pete does it snidely, but then me and Pete quite like to turn it on Alex quite a bit because Alex then. Yeah, and then Alex comes out fucking swinging. And I mean, that's all with lads. Your whole objective for the night is to not be. The, the joke for the night and that <laughs> it sounds horrible yeah, but it's... sometimes you are sometimes you're not you just gotta deal with it see like girls will, will like make fun like as you say like fall over on a night out I literally fell downstairs every night out I went out like if I didn't fall down a set of stairs I probably didn't even go out and we still talk about it now but it's not like something that gets brought up for things it's like if we're talking about someone falling over we'll mention it whereas I feel like lads would just mention it to get a reaction yeah it, and it depends on the group like i have two main lad groups and they are different in terms of you know how they react or interact with each other but i agree with them statements anyway who was the one that um which group was it that sent you the post oh uh that was like the light hall lot so like I, I, well no it wasn't it was actually kieran mm. it was kieran so it was kieran but i found oh, out in the i thought it, yeah i found out in the light hall lot so you're gonna have to fill these like in because that was hilarious so essentially <laughs> i was at home and i got some posts to the mailman but i went to the to the the mailman and he had to hand me like no 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 it no. wasn't it was me we were oh, talking yes, i think you. we were having an argument about something silly and i'd gone to pick up the post that came through the door because the postman had just been and then that's when I saw the envelope, and then yeah. I gave it to you. So they, they sent me essentially pantysniffers.com. So it's essentially like it tries to advertise itself as used knickers, and then these women send it to you. It's got like a little bit of knicker standing out there, sitting outside the envelope as well. So it's really obvious. And it's literally a massive sticker on it that yeah. says like pan, so... <laughs> pan, panty sniffer or something yeah. ridiculous, like a massive sticker, really obvious. So the poor postman must have been like, oh my oh, God. But he, like I said, he must get it all the time. So then you come in and like chuck it at me and go, what's this? And I'm like, uh, uh, and I was like, oh fuck. It's obviously, I knew straight away it was a joke because clearly I'm not buying used panties. But... Well, it was really funny because... It must, I can't remember if it was that day or a few days before, but we were actually talking about because you kept getting loads of cold calls. Yeah. And you were saying, oh, for fuck's sake, one of the lads has like set me up or put my number on something or given my, my number yeah. to like um, a company or whatever that's going to keep harassing me. So we were kind of talking about them kind of pranks because you've had a few cold calls and you were getting really pissed off about it. And then when the envelope came, it was like instantly I knew it was that because it's not going to be genuine no. so I was kind of like laughing and it kind of helped because it broke up whatever we were arguing about I know yeah but he was like this could be so awkward oh, if someone doesn't I, I take it the way it's meant to yeah I know girlfriends what would have fucking kicked the fuck off I mean uh, inside it had like a little card or something that was like oh this is a prank hope you you know yeah, hope yeah. you take it in good humor kind of thing like one of your friends sent it 
But no, we, but that, that's that, dangerous. Yeah, it, we've we've gone through a little stage recently of doing that. It's kind of died off. It's exploded in terms of recently of people doing it because obviously we can't see each other, so we've been giving each other's numbers to cold callers. And, and you see, get I like, don't get how that's a substitute for we can't see each other, so we're going to give our numbers <laughs> to someone else that's going to cold call them. That's not you seeing them. That's not you interacting with them. That's just you being a nuisance to cause them like grief. Uh, I think, I think like Kieran gave Joe like a number for uh, nose reduction surgery, and so they rang him. Sedge gave me liposuction. I sent Sedge uh, hair replacement therapy. You know, it just went on. Like, and that's what everyone's been doing. And then you'll see it every now and again someone will come on the website, um, not the website, the WhatsApp chat, and be like, Does "Someone give my fucking number to blah blah blah," and, we, and everyone's like, "No, no." I'd be fuming. Oh, I just I couldn't do it. I, I think, think I think e- oh, Egan started different. it, and it's kind of just kind of escalated from there. So the last one is men tend to hang out more in a group, the more the merrier, while women typically prefer to go out with one good friend. I think that fucking hell, we can easily get lad groups up fifteen plus. Yeah. And yeah, it's and they're the best days out. When you get like 15, 20 lads out, they are the best days out. I mean, to be honest, like, I I really enjoy having all my girls together and like for like my birthday it was really nice to have like all my friends like different groups together because that's very rare that that happens but I could also spend like one-on-one time with people and still have just as good as a night out whereas I don't think you go out one-on-one with like you do things one-on-one but it's like oh I'm helping them decorate or I'm helping them do something you wouldn't just go out socially like one-on-one that often whereas I go out one-on-one, um, especially with COVID, you haven't really got yeah. a choice sometimes. But, you know, before, I would go out and meet just one of my friends and go for dinner, or I'd go out uh, and go for a drink, whereas sometimes we'd go as a group, but we would go a lot on our own as well, whereas I don't think... I can't really remember a time where you've gone out just one-on-one. No, yeah, we have to, we only really go one-on-one or maybe three people when we're doing something mm. so it'd have to be like an activity yeah uh, but socially no it, it, it's pretty much how it works now because everyone's a fucking nightmare to get together most of the time is you normally try and get maybe three four people to agree and then you go to the large group saying us three four going out and then you normally get two three kind of stragglers that come on I feel like if you go out, you could literally go out with loads of friends and more people, like, they could bring their friends that you don't necessarily know and they can bring their friends and, like, you could have a massive group and it wouldn't bother you. No, that, that that's what I think lads prefer. We like large groups, which is a shame because, obviously, people don't like large groups mm. in pubs, especially lads. Yeah. But that's how we like to do it. We'll invite everyone. And, and then they'll invite everyone and then yeah. it just kind of expands. Whereas girls, it's like, if... So say if I arrange to go out with my girls from school and that, like we'll go out all of us, and it's quite nice because we don't see each other all the time, so we make the most. And if someone says, "Oh, I'm bringing so and so along," then that's fine. But then if it was like loads, and then they brought loads of their friends, and then it made a massive group, we'd be like, "Oh, we've come to have a catch up." Like yeah, where like lads, it's kind of like why I think lads do well in pub settings and when everyone knows each other because mm. then it's just one joint group. Of lads in a pub. And do you know what? knows everyone. I think that is better though because I think you become more social and you speak to more people because I think when you're, you know, when you kind of stick to your group, you don't really kind of meet new people and interact with them. I think girls don't. I, I mean, I don't, but that's yeah, just but no, I'm not I'd say social. that's quite, it's quite rare that you see another group of girls who have no connection whatsoever talk to each other. 
Unless you're in the girls' toilets. Well, yeah, but that's, that's, like, that's like also a different like environment because girls in the girls' toilets will become your best mate and you'll you'll never understand it and it will never make any sense, but you will just become best mates in the girls' toilet and then you go out and then you don't see them and then you see them at the end of the night getting their taxi yeah. and you're like, that, hiya! But yeah, no, girls just... Because I think girls get out together as a group. You stick together. Like, that's just how we are. We just yeah. stick with who we are. Uh, yeah, I'd say lads mix quite well, as long as there's not any, like, women or females. You think oh, I can't believe that you said females. <laughs> well, I, I, I thought hey, you'd get the Friday night dinner joke. Yeah, I did, but it just it just sounds so cringy when you I say know. it, even when you're, like, females. it. It's just horrendous. Uh, yeah, if there's not women around, I think lads get on really well. And then if there is girls, nah, yes, I, I 100%. Think... If there's... If there's if girls around... People, I think they get a bit, like, no. alpha dogs, and it's like... No, it can do, but yeah. that, that's normally later in the evening. Oh, but okay. from my experience, as long as there's not women there, men can change group, and they'll, like, say hello to lads, and you might have a drink with them, and it's fine. Mm. As soon as you bring women involved, and then no, then it's... What do you mean, like, partners and that? Well, yeah, partners, new women, oh. just... Fem- like females <laughs> just girls in general then it becomes like a contest then fighting for for attention yeah like that, alpha dogs yeah and then <laughs> different lads can't mix so if you brought out girls into your group mm. and another random lad were having you know being near you and they wanted to talk to they had started conversation with someone's girlfriend then that's it then that's pretty much the night over for that group of friends them two group of males to it be just friends just won't interact nope no, that's game over now. We're arch enemies because you you're talking to our women. You're talking to our women. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that sounded so horrendous. It's like it's we've true. gone back to the 1950s. Yeah, it's true. It's still true. That's what I mean. Like lads can go into large groups and get on fire. The only time we don't mix very well is when there's women involved. Where there's like competition. Yeah. I think I think I agree with the competition part, but I think that just depends on kind of what kind of lad you are. But there's there's normally like them alpha dogs that like to know what's going on and. Yeah. Well, that's all through the list. It's not bad. There there were some good things in there. A lot of them I kind of do agree with. I just don't think a lot of them were put like worded very well on some of them. But yeah. I do agree with most of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <clears throat> the main section done. We're doing. I thought it'd be quite fun to ask you the question we're asking on the four brummies or big tummies yeah. this week, and it's who do you want kind of at a dinner party, like kind of hang out with? So I've said kind of think of five people, so a six-person yeah. table, and you know we'll finish off here, but we'll have your list quickly of who you'd like to have at your dinner party or to hang out with well i really struggled with this because i hate stuff like this um and i hate thinking under pressure so i've only got four at the moment i'm hoping one will come to me yeah as i'm talking so i put like leonardo DiCaprio just because you know first love you love leo yeah of course and do you know what i reckon he's got some great stories great stories so you know he's quite into um preserving the planet David Attenborough, bring him along. I think they'd get on great. Yeah. And an absolute legend. Yeah, I, I just I, I, feel I, like I just want to sit him down, and I don't feel like he's got many years left, and I'm really scared about that because I think I will probably cry. Yeah, I've, I I had David Attenborough on my oh, list as well. He's just an icon, isn't he? And then I'd also thought, I mean, they're all alive as well, which is quite weird at the moment because normally people go for really historical people, but I thought Graham Norton would be great. One, because I love him. To great for conversation. He's yeah. done loads of anecdotes. Best show host. Exactly. And I thought, there's not going to be an awkward silence, is there? No. You know? <clears throat> oh, pardon me. I keep coughing. got a bit of stuff in my throat. I haven't got COVID, but... It's all right. 
Um, and then I did go for historical, but I thought, who would I actually want to sit and talk to? And I really like the Tudors. Don't think I'm interested in Henry, though, as much as I love to like listen and what, hear about him. What, B's ninth wife? Uh, seventh, actually. He only got married six times. Uh, what? Oh, Henry Eighth. that's where <laughs> I got that from, sorry. I'd actually have like Queen Elizabeth the first because I think she's quite a quirky character I'd like to see what it was like and she could kind of give me a bit of insight into Tudor history and I'd actually like to know what happened with her life because there's loads of like stories and you don't yeah. actually know what's true and I can't think of another one but I feel like I would need someone else in that dynamic what about a duo why, why don't you have like a fantasy one and have but who or not even a fantasy one what what are the ones you like Kurt Russell and Goldie oh my why don't you god have, I'd let you have that as a couple they can sit in one chair they can oh. share the chair Oh, that would be lovely. Yeah, so there we go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, know so that. you're happy with... Oh, my God, I, like, I hope they could I adopt me. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I doubt it, but maybe. Oh, my God, I'd have, like, my new parents, my new husband. Who's your new husband? Who do you think? Oh, Le- Leo. Yeah. That's shocking. Why? That's shocking. No, for no you. you've already, we've oh, already discussed get, this many times. Why can't I get adopted with you? Or we we just live together? No, under... I don't think Kat and uh, Goldie would want you. Kurt would definitely want me. Nah. And Goldie probably would fancy me as well. I don't think she would. <laughs> okay. really don't. Uh, but yeah, that's my list. And um, Any special mentions of people that might not make your list? or Well, I struggled you... to think of them. So I'm not going to do special mentions because I can't think special mentions. I did see Ian McKellen in the corner of my eye and I thought he would be a great dinner oh, guest and the Lord of the Rings poster. Um, I think he would be really interesting if you wanted someone. Yeah, I um, love him. He's... he's... I think he would have been a good one for yours. I know, yeah, true. But if I if I was going to go the Ian McKellen, I'd kind of want the whole Lord of the Rings cast. Like the Fellowship. Yeah, I'd like the oh, Fellowship round and nice. we'd chill out, have some beers. Would they... And I wouldn't even want to talk to them. I'd just want to sit there. Would they the characters or the actors? No, the actors. And I'll just sit there. I'd just be like the host and I wouldn't talk to them. I just let them talk to each other about you know shit that went on and just listen to <gasps> I the like stories. I like the stories of behind the and scenes. And I crack up like I'm I knew the inside joke and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you've already watched that and like the commentary and stuff. Yeah. So that's what I'd like. Oh, that would be oh. my perfect dinner party, but I wouldn't be involved in that. I'd just be like a fly on the wall. Oh, that would be cool. But then also have a beer with them as well, because they might become my friends. Oh, oh that would be really nice if you yeah. are. Yeah. We'd be really rich. Maven, Maven turned gay for Sir Ian McKellen. Oh, I would support that 100%. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how the night goes, how much drink type, I have. But oh, I, I would 100% support that. I, I like to think, think of his type. I feel like he's your type if you were gay. I feel oh, like that's the guy you would yeah, end up 100%. with, and I'm so on board with it. Yeah, no, Ian McKellen oh. is definitely my type of gay. He's just. And I think I'd I'd go for like the older man gay if I went into gayness because I think I'd I'd want to get on with them more. Yeah, because you're an old soul. And uh, yeah, I'd probably like their personality more. Than I just feel like he's an absolute gem, and I just think he's he's lovely. But yeah, he would probably get like a. I think he would be a good dinner guest for anyone. Maybe that can be next week's topic on if we both turn gay, who would be our choices? Well, we've already discussed yours, so... I don't know, there's a few out there. David Beckham, you always say you like David yes. Beckham. Yes, there is. Which makes <laughs> you sound really gay, <laughs> actually. Oh my God, I was this... getting really, really involved then. I like, like my, this is my... quite worrying, isn't it, to the listeners? <laughs> my face lit up. Well, we'll leave They're that. like celebrity ones, so it's not like yeah. you're actually going to like divorce me and leave me. No, that And could... if you did leave me for David Beckham or Sarah Ian, I would thought that yeah. move. Well, we'll have to see. Maybe that is a top topic that we can do in the future. All right, then. Yeah, maybe so. I'll get this one out. It's going to be a bit late because I'll be working. But when it's edited, hopefully it should be out. It might be a double header. Maybe 
I'll Ooh. get the four brummies out with it at the same time. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, thank you for listening, everyone, and we will see you next week. Any suggestions? Again, get in touch with us for what you want to hear. Yeah, so you can email at abbysound at outlook outlook dot dot com com. Jesus, man. Abbysounds at outlook dot com, or you can message us on Instagram or Facebook. Yes. Uh, and that's under Abby Sounds. So if you've got any suggestions or anything like that, then please um, send them over to us. Thanks for listening, guys. Lovely. Thank you. See you next time. See you soon. Bye. Bye.